drinking a soda right now. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. What's I'm sorry. I was drinking a soda. <laughs> and it tastes so good. And I think I might have I think I might have poured some yeah, I poured some whiskey in there. I should have done that. But mm. we're gonna we're gonna run with it. Okay. Um uh, so are you ready? Are you ready for another wild ride? Yeah. All right. Are we starting it? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> My man, bro. <laughs> hey, man. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boys here. Your boy, Marcos. You know what I'm saying? Raw dog. Bow, wow, 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 wow. And uh, your boy, Chris. One sweet. And we're here today. Another episode of Two Hype Bros. What's up, Chris? What's up, man? What's up, man? What's up? That's it. Yeah. That's it. What's up, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. dude, How was this week of wrestling for you, man? Oh, man. There's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, Do you want to get it to first? Oh man! Pick anything. We'll pick. We can pick anything. It doesn't matter. Like so, we we had polarizing. <laughs> so we were we're in the fallout extreme rules, and we just had the WWE draft. Uh, at least night one of it from SmackDown. Yeah. I want to talk extreme rules for like one for one minute, just because like we have polarizing opinions on the the main event, which is the most notable thing that happened at this pay per view, which is Finn Balor. The demon versus mm-hmm. Roman Reigns for the title. I know I said like they kind of spoiled it for saying like oh Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar supposed to do that Crown Jewel or Sands of Time whatever that Blood Money in the Bank pay per view is supposed to be. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but how the ending was because a lot of people, I think most people liked it until the end, and then. I heard I heard about it. I heard like Fightful Select talk about it. Um, I haven't really watching the WWE product. And they were talking about, oh, they did a resurrection spot and it was cool. And I was like, and I thought he was doing like a Undertaker setup when they said that. And then I watched yeah. it, and then like they played this music, and it was like the heartbeat, and he was like flopping around like a fish, like laid out. Yeah. And like I was like, what the fuck? Like he's like. <laughs> I remember Bajor Mania posted that clip and it showed the SpongeBob theme and it's playing along with it. It's like, and flop around and flop like a fish. And that's what he's doing. Oh, oh no. The internet, the internet is so unforgiving. And it's, it's so, <laughs> but I didn't even think about that. Um, when I saw it, I still thought it looked weird. And like, you know, they made everything red, like they did with the fiend. And they're like, he was like fighting to his music, and I was like, this is so weird. And then, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he's it. gonna do that foot stomp that he does for his, you know, the coup de gras, his finisher. Mm-hmm. And then the rope snapped, and then he gets speared by Reigns, and then he then Reigns retains because of the fucking rope snapping. So I want I want to hear what your take on this is. I thought it was stupid. Um. I can't defend that. 
for first <laughs> off, as, as a fan, dude, as a, as a diehard fan of WWE, I can't defend that shit. Because I don't know how you def- – what's your explanation? There's no explanation. And there wasn't. There wasn't one on no. SmackDown. They didn't mention it. That's, that's what I'm getting at. There's no explanation. I'm like, oh, my God. Why did they even bring back the demon character? This is – okay, cool. Anyways, um, uh, it that, that that's like – I can't – you know, the match itself, it was really good. Um. Him flopping around like a fish. I get it. Um, I do think that they could have done put more effort into the whole heartbeat and just could have got the guys to spend a little time on just making the heartbeat spot and not the music entrance entrance of the song. Like just cut it out and have it play. So that way when Finn Balor gets up and, uh, and he gets up. And then it just like cuts out, and then it just like stays red if he has to be like dark, like whatever color that was, um, and let that smoke go like it is, and then you know that that would have been okay. But the fact that they just literally just played the entrance song of Finn Balor and said, "Oh, we'll, we'll just yeah, press replay, yeah, re- run it back, yeah, there you go, that's it. that'll work." That just seems. Like- effort into that part and this just was like kind of thought up on a whim maybe like because it didn't fit with the match at all no like at all it did not it, I'm, like, I'm like that doesn't make sense um roman looking up to the sky like oh my my fathers were looking down on me you know like this is Moen tribe was looking down on him or whatever, uh, but I don't know. Hey, you you can't defend that. Um, and then, know. yeah. Uh, no, you go ahead. Uh, is that, no, well, I, is that all I, you? That, that was it. Okay. Um. Well, before I I want to talk the other thing I just remembered from Extreme Rules. At least Pat Mac- McAfee was like selling it real good, but you know it's Pat McAfee. You know he's Dude, he's, he's great so on good. commentary. He's so good. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to talk about from Extreme Rules, like Alexa Bliss and that uh that little tablet she had in her mouth, and why they just zoomed in on it, like, oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Uh, it. I give her. I give them both a for effort. On, like in big A plus or an A, actually it's an A for effort on that whole fucking thing, that whole storyline. I I kind of hope that they bring back Alexa as Alexa, you know, and if they want to have her have that psychotic side, let it come out every now and then. That's fine, but let her just come back as Alexa. Uh, it, it, it she's over. So she doesn't really need this gimmick. You know, this could have been given to somebody that it would have benefited in the long run. I mean, Alexa to me was. Well, also hurts a character too that, you know, it was from Bray Wyatt and they released Bray Wyatt. Yeah. You know, and, and we'll, we don't know when we'll see him because he didn't show up in Rochester, uh, New York. They thought he was yeah. going to show up there, but he didn't. 
Um, there's no. He's still under the. Time. He's still under uh the no compete clause. He still has like another month or so. Yeah, but they were like, "Oh, maybe he'll show up for a special." I don't. Anyways, um, I, I don't even and, know if he if he signs with them. Who who knows what he does? You know, maybe once the the, the clause uh, ends, Bray just relaxes, or he just I don't know goes back into the world and goes to Impact. I mean, yeah, that's what um uh I've read from Fightful as well. Like uh, Impact has put like some. Really extreme, like interest into him, and he would fit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like he, uh, he could elevate impact very much. Yeah. Um. It's still go yeah. to AEW too, right? Yeah, he could probably. So I mean, he could still tra- like kind of cross cross brand thing. So I mean, who knows? Yeah. Um, NXT happened too as well. The, the, uh, the third week of NXT, I don't think, has gotten any better. Um, have you watched it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm giving it. I'm giving it a chance, man. I'm giving it a chance. I'm giving it a fighting champions, man's chance, cause uh, I believe in those guys and those girls that are wrestling. I, I, I feel like they're watering down the women's division. I feel. One thing I thought was weird is like they're really pushing a toxic attraction. This stable looks really good. They had that tag team title match with Io and Zoe, which they don't have any chemistry at all. So I'm like, no, okay, they don't. They need to go ahead and give them the. Toxic attraction, at least, because they don't yeah. really have that much of a tag team women division either anymore. So, yeah. like, but then they like... lost. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, you know what I, what they could do, um, because there's no reason for Zoe and and Neo to be tag team. Uh, they they don't work. It's not working. It hasn't been working. Uh, just, just let them lose the titles and let it be between a, a screw over between one of them. Let either Zoe or or um, EO betray the other and cause yeah. the titles. You know, but yeah. let it let it be from let it be against Toxic Attraction. Let it you know with that girl being injured uh, with the head you know staples in her head now. She busted her head open. Yeah, Gigi Dolan. Yeah, yeah Gigi. Yeah, Gigi. Um, so with her being injured, why not make Mandy, even though she picked up the title at the end of the night and took out, um, Raquel, um, maybe she can go in there and, and go in place of her and ask for a rematch with her and and the tag team partner, you know, and let toxic attraction win the titles with Mandy beating her, beating one of them, you know, pinning Zoe, right? Hey, go over she wins the women's championship, you know, NXT, but it's interchangeable, right? Like in a, like New Day and shit like that, right? Maybe, right? That'd be kind of different for NXT. That well, way, I kind of wish the... Uh, I was, oh, go ahead. Well, that way Mandy can still go for the NXT women's championship, like, like you know, 
whenever homegirl gets injured, you know, when Gigi gets recovered, the belt can go back to her and the tag team can be them. That's yeah. You know, yeah. I, just kind of like how Adam Cole did it when, when, uh, whatchamacallit, wasn't it, what was it, uh, Bobby Fish that went down? Yeah. 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 And he had to wrestle double matches. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, well, so if you guys didn't see what happened on NXT, which I don't blame you, the main event of Raquel got beaten down by Toxic Attraction. Oh, hold on. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, what I was trying to say was, uh, if you didn't see the main event, which I don't blame you, um, NXT, Raquel got beaten down by Toxic Attraction, uh, which is stable with Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan. I forget the other girl's name, but man, she is, she is fine. Golly. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, me and Indy, we're broken up. It's, now it's now I'm with the Toxic Attraction now, with all three of them girls. You know, I right. can't remember the other girl's name. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, I saw what happened to Gigi Dolan. Like Plus Raquel, it, yeah, Raquel threw that belt at her, like legit, threw that belt at her, and she was, I, 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 I was looking for her the whole time after this beatdown, and she was just down and out and outside, mm-hmm. and she didn't start bleeding till like the end, just the end, towards the end of the, the show, but yeah, she showed her in her highlights on her Instagram and. You can post it on your Instagram as well. And I'm like, golly. Yeah. I had to watch the main event just for that. Just like, just that last bit of it to see what happened. I'm like, Would, she was bleeding like a stuffed pig from the back yeah. of her head. Yeah. And she, she's pretty good. She's pretty good. Yeah. Right? She is really um, good. Really good. Really good. Not pretty good. Really good, Marcos. Get it together. Um, <laughs> get you, get you, get your head in the game. Um, So, uh, What'd you think about the main event, though? The match itself between uh, Frankie Monet and Raquel Gonzalez, La Buena Loca. I thought it was fine. Well, and Raquel. Uh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm pr- pretty sure but it made, they might have a rematch or maybe they'll make a triple threat for whenever they have the next takeover. I don't know they're going to do. They haven't announced it. But I thought they were gonna do Halloween Havoc since it's coming up, but I guess they're not. Yeah. Guess they did that a couple years ago, but they haven't done yeah. I guess not doing it this year. Um, if they do if they're gonna hold off until they do like these this this uh match, a triple threat match for that title belt for the women's NXT championship and that they're gonna do it at a takeover, that's great. Do it there. Have Mandy versus Frankie Monet, Raquel. And um, have it be a triple threat for the title, and that that'd be it. I mean, if you're gonna take the title off Raquel and you're gonna bring it to the main roster, go ahead and do it. You know, go ahead and do it. Cause she she's earned the right to leave if she really needs to. You know, because she she's already feels like she's already getting there, and she seems like somebody that Vince is waiting for to pluck and take mm-hmm. up to the main roster and mm-hmm. ruined. <laughs> oh my gosh! I didn't say that. Damn, I'm getting worse and worse every week, bro. Every yeah. fucking week. Um, but it, it it just 
And this is being watched over by Vince and Bruce Pritchard, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, we don't know how this, how long, how long this is going to last. Oh, who knows? Uh, I'm not a big fan of it so far. NXT 2.0, but I'm giving it a chance. Uh, I'm trying to see where we go with certain titles, especially uh, Swerve. Yeah, because they were there was rumors of, of them going to the main roster, which I think is uh, dumb. I think they need to be. In well, they NXT. already got drafted. They already got drafted yeah, to yeah, SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, they already did. And um, yeah, yeah. And when I was watching that, and I was like, "Fuck, not this early. This is too early." Uh, but now they're gonna have to hit hit and run and and learn as they go, and that's especially that means for B Fab because her match with the uh, with the uh, Lopez, Lopez, uh, God, you can tell who's more experienced out of both of them by watching that match, and and plus her her debut match was not that great. Yeah, I hate to say it, I hate to say it, it just didn't look yeah. good. And then, yeah. and then I, just, my, I know our my, no, my, my word doesn't mean shit. So, but um, you know, well, I I think she'll be okay. You know, she'll be able to be masked. She probably won't have to wrestle as much yet, while she still learns. Kind of like you know Alana, but she's way more athletic. She's way more mm-hmm. like far and mm-hmm. uh, probably in the game. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, top dollar. Um. We'll see how much he progresses as he's still a work in progress. Uh, so is Adonis uh, too. Adonis. Adonis. Adonis, but he, he he seems like he's more further out. Swerve, you you obviously see he's a mastermind. He he's yeah. He was already he, had a whole bunch of experience on independence and everything. So yeah. So so him being and th- this is a really good you know group of people. So uh, and this is a good group. And this is a good stable that that's going to SmackDown. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like they they could have made it at NXT 2.0. They're they're a bitch. So um, yeah, it's so cookie cutter right now. No offense, uh, uh, Tommaso Ciampa is the last thing that's ho- like fucking badass about the about the NXT. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, like the Fantasma. Yeah, I love them, but I feel like they they're gonna get drafted. No, they probably won't because I think Escobar is about to be the NXT North American champion probably. Yeah, because, I mean, what sucks is, like, uh, Swerve has only been uh, North American champ for 90 days. He has no, he has, hasn't has any title offenses at all in his current reign. So, I'm like, like, all of his, ever since he's been the champion, he's been, like, in tag matches. So weird. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Mm. I feel like I feel like they kind of already knew they they were gonna call them up, so they were just putting it in the whole place. Like, oh, we gave you the title, but we're not gonna do anything with you because you're already going somewhere, huh? Yeah, like that, that's well, that's kind of what it's looking like. That's what well, happened. Um, I, I've been sus- subscribing to Fightful uh, with their Patreon, and when they first talked about the uh, uh, draft, it was basically everybody was in the dark. Like everybody in NXT, Raw, SmackDown, I didn't tell anybody what was happening because everybody was figuring, finding out at the same time that we did, like who was going where. And oh wow! This, well, yeah, I heard they're... that. But I heard that everybody already knew. Like, well, I mean, all all the exec- executives and uh, all networks. I mean, sure, I'm sure they did, but I don't think the talent knew. Oh. As far as like who was going where, 
Um, I, th- I think certain talent knew, though. I think Roman probably knew. Yeah, of course. I, 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 would, have, I would assume. Yeah. But then again, maybe they wanted to make it organic. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. You might be right. Yeah. I mean, um, it felt organic. It, it, it sucks that, um, man, I, I hate that they fucking split up the new day again. Yeah, that shit's stupid. Cause like now it's like reversed, right? So like Big yeah. E's on a Raw, and now he's Woods and uh, Kobe's on SmackDown, right? Yep. Yeah. So oh, they did announce uh Queen of the Ring and the King of the Ring tournaments. So I'm like, they need to give Woods that crown at the King of the Ring t- tournament. So that's always that's he's been talking about that for like forever and. He's been putting on great singles matches with Riddle, and you know, so I'm like, they need they need to give it to him. Yeah, this is gonna happen though. Um, Vince Vince is gonna go. Um, yeah, okay, cool. We'll let you get far, but as soon as I find the guy that's gonna win it, he's gonna go over. Okay. I would say it's gonna be Corbin, but he only he won the last one, so I don't know who it's gonna be this time. The you know Shinsuke's gonna go far in it. He's King Nakamura. Oh, he's, he's King Nakamura right now, too. Yeah, so, <sighs> you know, the King Nakamura is going to have to go in there and go, ah! So, knock him out. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, man. Um, Who knows? Who, who, who fuck? I don't know. Um, Vince, he already has who he wants to go where. Drew going to SmackDown, I kind of expected. Oh, he's going to SmackDown. Um, yep, he got traded to Smack. He got he even though he got plucked to SmackDown, picked. Man, yeah. so he was they like, teased, "Oh, huh?" They teased that rivalry with him and Big E on Monday after that steel cage match with Bobby, which was good. That was a good match. Um, and I'm glad the Hurt Biz is back. I don't think we talked about that, but man, that's that's cool that they're back. Yeah, um, Monday Night Raw was pretty badass. I thought it was pretty good. If you want, like, um, the beginning, having the the WWE title match be the first match, uh, that was pretty good. Uh, Big E and uh, Bobby just kind of picked up where they left off from Sat- Sunday at Extreme Rules, and uh, for it to go down like it did, um, to be disqualified and then have that whole thing go down and then have you know Adam. Come out there and say, "Oh, we're gonna have a steel cage match." Oh, okay, cool. And what I did like about it, it was uh, Big E's promo uh, when he was talking about Bobby, and he said that you know he was gonna take him down into the steel cage, and how Dude Day was hyping him up, um, and how serious he was. I was like, "Dude, this is badass. I'm in for it." Um, so that sucks that I can't. We're not gonna be able to see that during his title run. Because New Day will be over there on SmackDown, so that's what makes me feel kind of hurt. But otherwise, it, it's like okay, cool. Um, the match itself, the the steel cage match, dude, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I'm glad that Raw is stepping up their game. I don't know if it's like because AEW doing really good in ticket sales and ratings, or uh, maybe they're you know their biggest competition too. Of course, on Mondays is the NFL. Like they're like, okay, guys, we have all these things going on. We need to step up our game, and yeah, they're finally stepping up the game and start doing all these rematches. I mean, they have we still have rematches here and there and stuff, but 
Yeah, it just stepped up everything so far at Raw and SmackDown. So, yeah, I would, you'd love to see it. Just need, to, just need NXT to put some pedal in this, into that metal, you know? But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. We will see. Um, other than that, Riddle, he's funny as hell. No matter what of he course. does, God, of course, his, his segments have been really good. Um, but uh, what else? SmackDown. I, I actually enjoyed SmackDown, dude. I'll be honest. I actually really enjoyed SmackDown. Uh, the draft. Can we talk Montez Ford? What's up about him, man? It's uh, I. Well, I can't remember. Oh, really, you talking about how badass he is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. man. Oh. Like, the, the fucker's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, I remember before Extreme Rules happened. Like uh, Angela Dawkins was like at a friend's wedding. That's why. Um, he went on to wrestle Roman that main event. Man, he needs to be a single star. And I'm, I know, I think even Angel Dawkins tweeted like, if, if they get split up, then he's gonna see it. We're gonna see a different side of him as well. So, you know, might as well. I mean, they have Hit Row coming up, SmackDown, which would be a great tag team. And why not? Why not split up uh, Street Profits? They're kind of in limbo anyway. Nah, man. I think they got another couple of months. Well, the draft doesn't really take an effect until like three weeks from now, I believe, or something like that. I know it still takes place sometime in October, but I forgot when it actually takes an effect. Um, but no, I think um, if they do, they do. I mean, you can see both of them be being stars. Uh, Montez is honestly probably already star just because of the athletic ability and what he can do in that ring. But uh, Angelo brings a an it factor that he he has been missing ever since he got there, and he he didn't know what to do, he didn't know how to do it, but he learned and he busted his ass and just a football player, just a football yeah. player, and he but he dedicated himself to the sport. Um, just like he me, did. And, yeah. Did he hung out and I got paired. Or the next, you know, here we are, the Street Profits. Uh, they're very good, energetic tag team. Um, they're both humble young men. So, I mean, I think both of them have bright futures regardless of where they go, you know. So, I think uh, if they do split them up, cool. But, man, I, I kind of want to see it through a little bit longer, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else with SmackDown? Uh, I feel like Kevin Owens is still in the bow course too. So, I feel like he's on his way out as as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm starting. I'm starting to see the writing on the wall. I think he's on his way out, unfortunately. But hey, man, if he goes to AEW, then that's where he goes. Hey, I'm okay with it. Mr. Kevin Stein, they're calling Steen. you. Steen. Oh, shit, Marcos. <laughs> Goddamn, dumb nigger done got to me, boys. I'm just kidding. No, it did get to me. It's getting to me. But, Mr. Kevin Owens right now, 
I'm going to call him by that right now, KO. Um, yeah, he seems like he's on his way out. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, but but, 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 but can, can we talk about Mr. Brock Lesnar? Oh, yeah. Dude. Dude, man. Okay. Um, first off, Roman Reigns acting lessons are are paying off they're paying off mm. because because his his annoyance with with superstars uh it, it, it's so funny with his opponents like i've noticed every single time he he his opponents or his enemies music hit he always has his face like what the fuck like I'm literally trying to bask in my own glory, dude. What the fuck? And and Brock Lesnar was no different. Like you would you would assume that he would have jumped and got scared. No, he literally was like smiling while while Paul was cutting that promo. And as soon as he finished off saying Brock Lesnar, the music hits, and next thing you know, Roman's face was like kind of softly and smoothly changes from smiling and grinning to like being pissed and annoyed and from there you you see Brock (laughs) like dude like they both were just going back and forth in that ring and to see Roman go after him first uh, to go after her first was was pretty cool uh, to get the upper hand but then, then, then see how quick Brock can still hit that German suplex, like he he just snapped and just boom like that quick he got him. Yeah, I, I was surprised. I was like, damn, he still got it. Like, I I, I wish I could have heard you still got it uh, for that. But also he had a pop, you know. Yeah, they're just standing suplex city instead, which is uh, I mean he's not like he hasn't been out too long, so he it's not like he's old too old or anything, and he's still huge. Of course, so, but yeah, they're the crowd is on Lesnar's side in this feud, of course. Oh yeah, of course. But you did hear a big cheer, right? Mm-hmm. Was, was that just me for Roman Reigns, right? I mean, that crowd. I, I kind of, it kind of faded out from the all I heard was Suplex City when that moment okay. happened. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Roman's whole little uh, antics throughout the whole process about. Who gets a F fived, and uh, them leaving, and then being in the back as they keep coming through the night. When uh, Jeff Hardy gets drafted to to SmackDown, and he's like, "Yeah, red to blue, red to blue," with Caleb Braxton, and next thing you know, here comes Brock. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, hey, you got it." Yep, yep. Brock's like, Brock was so fucking nice. He's like, "Oh, oh, I, I don't mean to, to bother you, but I, can I say something?" Yeah, I got an announcement. Thank you. He's like, hi. And he says what he says, and then his wink. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I like to thank my, my friend, Paul Heyman, for, for making me a free agent. Thank you, Paul. Thank you so much. He just winks at the camera and leaves. And, and that wink of his. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I watched that wink like three times in a row. I'm like, that's just oh my gosh. Cause, Cause you know, he's doing that. Like, I don't think he, he can really wink, but 
I've seen him wink before and be mm-hmm. in the past in, in matches and shit like that. So to see him wink like that, ah, and actually move his whole face, yeah, <laughs> it, it was just funny as shit. I'm like, dude, these guys are so fucking. Like we're, we're we're seeing the best Brock Lesnar ever. Or like he's being himself. He don't give a fuck. He's yeah, probably gonna, he's just having fun. And and I wonder when he's gonna start. Like they're not letting him talk as much. You're noticing they're only giving him certain places to talk. Yeah, you know I'm pretty sure he doesn't he doesn't have a filter right now. So he's probably gonna say fucker. <laughs> yeah, that probably so works. Never say the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like AEW. I mean, ah. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> There's a reason why I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, but his match with Roman Reigns is going to be a, a really good one, I think, this time around. Um, just because, like, the the aura around it and how different we're seeing Brock, you know. I, I did like to see um, the backstage uh, area, you know, in the locker room of the, of the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Where Jane and and Jimmy and Roman are right there, and they're all on the couch, right? And then you turn around and see you see Paul Heyman just like fucking scared shitless, <laughs> like shit in a brick, and and sitting on a fucking fold out chair. And I'm like, oh damn, they they don't give a fuck about him. Mm. And, Roman's acting during that part was pretty cool too, because he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, he, he's gonna try. He's just like, "I can sit." Just fucking snaps, and and tells you know Paul, go, you know, make sure that my my cousins get drafted to SmackDown. If not, you know, and then he tells them, "Hey, go make sure that happens. If not, leave him for dead on Raw." Ooh, so I don't know. Maybe this is where they move Jimmy and Jay to Raw. And next thing you know, Paul Heyman gets hurt. I don't know where this goes, man. This is going to be very intriguing to see where this goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brock, Brock gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. Maybe he shows up on Monday Night Raw and, and confronts Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I, I yeah as we're recording this right now, we're we're not in the second night of the draft, so we'll we'll right after this we'll see the fallout of that. See where everyone else is got goes because Becky still hasn't been drafted either, you know. So, but I'm sure she'll still stay on SmackDown. It, it seems like the champions have been staying on the brands that they're on. So, um, well, well, Charlotte's on SmackDown. She's the winner. Is she? Yup. Dang, I just—I guess I missed that. Yup. <laughs> She's she, Raw's champion. That's weird. Yeah, yep, because at the end of the match, uh, at the end of the main event match uh, between Sasha and Becky, uh, Charlotte, okay, so Becky <laughs> and Becky uh, kind of has words with Bianca and Bianca throws uh, Sasha in the ring and then as she's getting in the ring, Becky grabs onto her hair through the ropes and keep keeps her there, so she can't get up, like get 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 entirely up and walk away. And then Sasha comes up and pin, and rolls her up, and then she lets go of the hair, and then she goes one two three, and then they're over there celebrating. Next thing you know, out of nowhere, Charlotte blasts them because she got drafted early in the night, and they completely forgot about her because she was oh. there, but 
they completely forgot about her. You know, I forgot about her. And she comes in and blitzes uh, Sasha and then blitzes uh, Bianca. And then she stands tall with her women's Raw Women's title and looks at Becky. And Becky's over there holding her title. I'm like, so here's the thing. We both know that there's a good chance that Charlotte will be dropping that title. Or maybe Bianca goes to Raw. And Bianca beats Becky to win the title. And then the SmackDown title goes to Raw. So they switch the titles. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Because that's, okay. that's what they did in the SmackDown. And with Raw one year, when the Tag Team Champions switched to Raw, uh, brands, they had a, the champions, when, once champions were on different brands, they had to switch titles with the other mm. champions. That were on the other brand. Yeah, ironically. Ironically. Okay. Yeah, so maybe they end up doing that scenario, or maybe um, Charlotte's the only one that loses the title and Becky is drafted to SmackDown. But it all falls on where Becky goes. Because if Becky goes to Raw, then they might end up switching titles right there and then. Hmm. So, okay. You know. Yeah, and maybe Bianca goes to Raw regardless, and then that's when they continue their feud for the Raw women's title. So either way, they're they're going to get themselves out of that sticky situation pretty fast. You know, only difference is is like uh, if uh, the Intercontinental title goes to SmackDown, you know, to Raw, and the United States title goes to SmackDown, then the titles will switch. Just the the per like you know the people, the titles go there, right? I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay, but like, yeah. I, so we'll see what happens. I I don't know, man. All right, uh, let's go ahead and talk about AEW. We started off with a fucking banger of a match with Adam Cole and Jungle Boy. God, oh my god, that Shit. was a good match. Um, oh hell yeah! But uh, a very cheap ending. But I get it. Yeah. Um, but it's gonna be a point in time where um, when is uh, Jungle Boy gonna win the big one? I gotta know. I gotta know. I gotta know. I gotta know. Well, I know they've been they need to push Adam Strong because he just got there and stuff. So, yeah. um, yeah, he he wanted the low blow, but man, what a match! Still, mm-hmm. just a tremendous match between both those guys. Um, and then. I don't know they made a shirt yet for Kenny No Balls, but I love the promo between Kenny and uh Dude. Daniel Bryan. Oh my gosh. Dude, can 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 we talk about how Kenny really sounded like he, he was getting annoyed because of how loud that fucking crowd was. Like you couldn't speak over them. It was very oh, yeah, hard. Yeah, Man, that is a WWE crowd right there. Like, with, yeah, they're they're kind of being a WWE crowd that night almost. Yeah, and and Daniel Bryan, his his fan base is still a WWE based crowd, regardless of how anybody feels about it. Yes, a lot of these diehard fans are very happy that that Danielson is back. You know, the Dragon, the American Dragon, is back. So they're they're screaming even louder now. So it's just like, fuck, man, Bryan. 
prepare. He is a this whole yes, that whole yes chant. Oh my god, he doesn't even do the yes chant anymore, and this thing is still over. And you could tell Kenny was. I felt like it was Kenny was just getting annoyed. Uh-huh. You could. T- oh, he's he's never dealt with the crowd like this. Probably like being this. I don't know. I don't think he's ever. He maybe he's never faced a a face like him ever. Like crowd wise, because he 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 just has a special crowd. I don't know what it is about Dan, um, Brian Danielson. He just has a special crowd. It's like CM Punk. CM Punk's crowd is just just too fucking special. Just I mean, because I think all those fans were there for him with you know for WrestleMania and still love him for like you know his like wrestling ability because he just you know, but it's because he's the American Dragon now. And he's like this wrestling machine, you know. So, uh, oh my god, dude! I mean, I, I love this this Brian Danielson guy. Yeah, like, I, I, I like the American Dragon. Yeah, I never really got to see him in the Indies. I never knew anything that like he was in the Indies. I thought like, oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll be honest. And um, once I saw him here on wrestling and and Daddy E, I was like, ah. And then I felt like, oh shit, he's pretty badass. You know, I mean, you kind of so. you kind of did see that when with his heel turn. Um, I remember uh, I was thinking about it the other day, like how Kofi Mania was going down. You saw like uh, if you remember. He had the dragon uh, uh, designs on his like his gear during that whole like uh, eco eco uh, warrior thing that he had like the mm-hmm. with the with the uh, hemp belt and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you remember that or not. With the, yeah. with his with his gear though. Yeah. No, well, seeing the and, dragon on there and, just... and 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 that's another thing he can brag about. <laughs> I got a belt. <laughs> I got a heavyweight belt made for me. Did you get one made for you? Oh no, you oh you didn't go there. You didn't win there. Oh okay, that's okay. Sit down. Like that, the, he can say that now because you can tell this guy's gonna brag. Because I want to brag if I'm him. Because you're Brian Danielson. Well, I mean, he kind of did already with that scrum where I mentioned like he's he know he he already knows how good he is. Like he's yeah. doing it the best. He's literally he's, cutting he... the line, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna cut the line, but you're cutting the line, bro." <laughs> but yeah. But I don't think he cares about the belt still. He just wants to prove that he's better than Kenny Omega. No, and... he has a match with one of the one of the guys. Uh, did he kiss a no balls? Kenny, you know, immediately Kenny, no balls. Like, oh, God. he He's Dwayne Johnson of this era. <laughs> he's the rock of this era. Dead ass. Because, like, how quick they just, like, switch Kenny, no balls. I'm like, damn, that's something like the rock does. Yeah. yeah he, he can get that shit over, you know, like STD with Corbin. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, it, it it's such a great thing to see. It's such a great thing to see. I love it, and and even hearing uh, CM Punk on on commentary, talking so much shit. <laughs> uh, dude, he was so fucking magical. Uh, it yeah. was so good. It was so good. Everything about it. Punk on a uh, commentary, and speaking of magical as well, that whole uh. When was it? Sixteen man tag, the Dark Order, Orange Cassidy versus the HFO and some random jobber. I can't remember his name. It, yeah, the, the match <laughs> had no significance other than the fact that the only thing that had with it was a storyline for for the Dark Order. It was for and, Brody. This, and for this Brody, match. This, this tribute was a yeah, really it was, and it was 
that. And it was a beautiful thing to see just because um, how the crowd just fucking roared as soon as uh, the parents, came, uh, you know, the mama came out there. Yeah, Amanda Huber. Yeah, Amanda Huber and, and uh, Negative One came out there and and Anna Jay and, and Tani. Ty Conti. Ty, Ty Conti. And, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a little slingerous. <laughs> so um, it, that was really cool to see because you see the crowd go just explode. And next, you know, these guys are like, oh, yep, we, we got a job to do. Coco Ben at the very end. Yep, uh, uh, come guys. You know, and I honestly thought Hangman was going to come back, but no, no show. I think that's fine for what we got. That was a great uh, replacement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I thought um, at the end, I thought that at the very end, he was going to come out there. Even yeah. if he wasn't going to come back completely yet, he was just going to show up and say, hey, hug and go, bye, drink his beer and just kind of go back out, leave. That'd be fine. Yeah. But, anyways. Yeah, uh, I love when, you know, Uno and Stu Grayson just out there. It's almost like I thought they were going to do like a whole like uh, wolf pack of the Dark Order, honestly, at one point. But, right. you know, they, they've been having problems with the Dark Order. They're going to try to split the match. Negative one through the papers at Uno, which is what Brody did all the time at BTE. So I popped for that. And then. Yeah, for, that was pretty for, good detail. I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. I popped for that. Um, so Amanda Huber being like, uh, no, you guys got to go back in there. You guys got job. We got to do this for Brody. And, and then, neg- uh, negative one being held up by 10, um, of the dark order who was Brody Lee's protege. Um, uh, it's just, everything was just so great. <sighs> yeah. That, that, yeah, that was really beautiful. Yeah. Really beautiful. Um, I think I was still kind of wondering if, uh, Mr. Bray Wyatt, even though he's not called Bray Wyatt anymore, I was wondering if he was going to show up, but uh, he didn't. Yeah, it's, okay. it's all good though because like this was still beautiful, still beautiful. Yeah, we gotta talk about the uh, Cody and Arn Anderson as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, um, that's been first um, off, first off, first off. Um, Cody with the over the top, like the over the top fucking entrance fireworks. I'm like, bro, that 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 is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm like, God, he, oh, so we're not using BVP money? What's up, huh? So, um, it's like, dude, that's Triple H right there. Yeah, and, you know that's Triple H cask right there. You know Triple H. Likes to come out with the baddest fucking entrance with the motorcycles and shit. The Terminator. Get the Terminator. I'm the Terminator. And um, come out there with the. What, what else did he come out with? The fuck, what else? With the tank? Didn't he come out with the tank? No, that was Rusev. Nah, yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so who knows, man? Uh, with this Cody. What's going on? Yeah, we on? saw. What's going you know, on? We saw, Cody. Some, uh, saw some uh, insubordination. Cody, when Arn Anderson was like, hey, Johnson, you're going to start out this tag match. And then Cody was like, no, I'm going to start out the tag match. And Arn Anderson was like, yo, what the fuck? What are you doing? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's like, then you see uh, Cody's trying to be like a one-man team throughout the match, and Lee Johnson had to literally pull him to the side and tag himself in to get the win in this match. And me and you were talking about this match. Uh, like, man, Lee Johnson, Dante Martin, they're, they're like going to be the future of uh, AEW. Yeah, I want ten or fifteen minutes with those with those guys just going at it one on one. Oh yeah, I, but yeah, I want that one on one. I don't want anything else. I don't want Cody Rhodes because it was still driven by the whole Cody Rhodes and and our Anderson storyline right there. Um, yeah, you know uh, when uh, Cody tagged in Lee Johnson, uh, Lee was like, "Yeah, yeah, okay," and then um, and throughout the middle of the part of that, Lee Johnson looks over that R and R and goes, "You were supposed to start the match." Get in there and, and do your thing. Do the do to the game plan. And then he sticks to the game plan. And then Cody tags in. And then whenever Cody tagged in, the the boos go boo. So this crowd <laughs> just like fucking crouches does not like. And this is Cody, you know, this is Cody, dude. And they, they they don't want anything to do with him right now with his character with with what he's presenting, they want him to go heal, and you better be careful what you wish, what you wish for, because you're gonna get another version of Kenny Omega with a long title reign because he's gonna go behind his back, his own word. Because as soon as he turns heel, he's gonna go, oh, remember what I said? I was never gonna go for that title. I lied. Yeah. Next week, I'm taking that title, and then, then you know, probably. You know, I could. I don't think he's going to get it from Kenny. If anything, I think he might try to get it when Hangman wins from it. Yeah. And it's okay. That'd be, that'd be like, the, oh man, that'd be the ultimate heel thing, too. Oh my yeah. God. Holy shit. I yeah. just thought about that just now. Holy shit. Like, any of that, like, that is very possible because just, just, just because Cody ha- has something in his hands and that. Not many people get to do, and and he has a lot more stake in this whole thing. You know, he he he's kind of the brainchild of this whole thing, so to speak, right? I talked or, about with some friends the other day. It's like, no, don't eat, don't eat. Well, uh, this is what I'm just trying to say. It's like, okay, yeah, never mind. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. I thought he just let him stop being Stardust and just let him be Cody and Daddy E. AEW probably would never happen because he would never would have went into independence. He never would have met the the Bucks and Kenny. They never would have did an all in, and then they never would have met Tony. And this this he, then there wouldn't be no AEW. Triple H, you know, if Triple H would have said you know something other than you're never gonna amount to anything other than a mid card or something like that. So. um I mean, but he just he didn't want to be Stardust anymore, you know. Yeah. That was his main thing. So they just let him not be Stardust. He was still probably in WWE right now, and then <laughs> the AEW wouldn't exist. So yeah, you're, I get what you're saying. Like you know, he is sort of the brainchild of of AEW, you know. Yeah. So kind of yeah, I thought he was one of the guys that was mainly backing it. I mean, he is. I mean, he was because it was Cody. And the Bucks that started All In, they put those three were the ones that put their money together to make All In, you know, and then that culminated to you know what it is now AEW. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so yeah, so with Cody being most of the big big guy in the whole thing, right? Anyways, uh, at the end of the day, he can do what he wants. He can essentially essentially become Triple H, Vince McMahon uh, of of AEW just because by by doing flipping the switch and say, okay, you want me to be this guy? Are 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 you ready for this? Because it, it's not gonna be pretty. You're gonna hate it. You're gonna hate me, and you're gonna wish for me to turn face after this because oh we didn't want this we were just joking yeah uh, but live with it because once Cody flips that switch it's going to happen it's going to happen it's not going to be now in the coming months or years or whenever he decides to flip that switch turns heel and decides to do this because that's there that storyline's there and you know all he has to do is flip that switch and be like alright fine fuck it let's do it because he can. It's Cody Rhodes. He can do it if he wants to. You know, this uh, is this isn't WWE. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we'll we'll see what happens, dude. That uh, match was good, but what happened after? Yeah. Uh, well, real quick, I want you to move your mic a little bit away. This oh, is, my bad. That was like really close. Uh, you're good. Um, is that good? I think so. Um, is that yeah. Good? The yeah, you're good. Yeah, it sounds good now. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, the Arn Anderson promo with Cody, which I think could light that fire, um, in Cody, where he says, "You know, I don't want to be uh the coach of a loser. You know, if I I feel like you got robbed from somebody trying to take your car, you'd be like, you know what? Just okay, just let me be, let me alone." The hurt of body, and then but he was Arnold was, was like, That was me. I pulled out the Glock and I spilled out motherfucker's brain on, on the concrete. And everybody just went crazy. The whole internet <laughs> just went cra- the whole internet went crazy. They started making memes about it. I think it's great. I laughed. Um, I, I liked uh, CM Punk's little remark. <laughs> it wasn't no Glock that, that Arnold Anderson was shooting. I was it was like, like oh. Oh, your mic still sounds really too close. Okay, I pulled it, I pulled it further back. What, what's up? Can you hear me now? Is it better? Uh, Mic check. One, two, one, two. Breathe in real quick. Okay, that's better. Yeah. I was just like, I could, it felt like you were, it sounded like you are outside when it was like coming at you. I'm sorry. Just, just try to edit that out. Um, all right. Um, yeah, CM Punk said, Aaron Anderson, I know Aaron Anderson has a body, but I don't think it had a gun involved in that that, that hit list or that body count or whatever. I'm like, oh, man. Because, you know, you know, Arnold, I'm pretty sure, uh, I think someone made a joke about how Suzuki is called the murder grandpa. But yeah. Arn Anderson is the real murder grandpa, <laughs> apparently. If he's like killing motherfuckers with a Glock. Yeah, that whole Glock line was just funny. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't take any of that, any of that serious. I'm like, <laughs> quiet lender. Um, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I, I'm just kidding. No, it was funny. I thought it was funny. And 
than them walking away. He's like, come on, Lee. At least you listen to me. Huh? <laughs> Lee's like, all right. Well, I was doing good anyways. What's up? Walks away, and I'm like, oh, shit. So what happens now? He's like, dude, don't go back after Malachi. Malachi's gotten so much in his head that he, he's just lost it. So we'll see what happens, man. Yeah. Um man, you know what's crazy? I le- I legit forgot what the main event for Dynamite was. There's so many there was so much stuff going on. I know the next thing I want to talk about is the whole Darby and NJF promo battle they had. It's really good. NJF calling uh Darby uh an emo kid with a skater mime. No, it was like a school shooter with a skater mime makeup look. And I'm like, oh hell. That's what the buffalo said. And I guess this is the next oh the, the the fucking TNT title. That was the main event. But yeah, let's keep on going with NGF with Darby. Man. I'm really excited for this program with them too. Who comes out? It has to be NJF. I still think it has to be NJF. I love, much as I love Darby, I think. Uh, can he can he survive that? Who with Darby? Mm-hmm. I think he can, just because the crowd loves him so much, okay. and you know yeah. he's. I feel like he can be like the ultimate underdog of AEW. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to see him face off against Dan Brian Danielson. So Who, Darby or, or NJF? Darby. Oh. Yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. a good match. Mm-hmm. Well, either one would be a good match, NJF or or, or MJ, Darby. MJF, we already saw that. Miz, what? <laughs> and, and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Uh, he, he's a good wrestler, but I don't know. I, I feel like his baby face, um, Arsenal, is was more appealing. I would assume because they're they're always talking about oh, when he turns face, he's gonna be the most over face in the world. I'm like, what? Well, why? How? What? What makes him a better? face and a heel because he's actually knocking out of the park as a heel. You know, he has a very base, uh, you know, defense on on wrestling. He has good skills in wrestling, Matt, and the guy can talk. He has good, he's athletic. So, I mean, so, I don't know. Uh, I never heard I, that. I never I never heard anybody wanting MJF to be face. Like, yeah, he's like the ultimate heel. Um, I mean, can garner real heat. You, you don't remember like early on, whenever he was uh, very hated, and everybody kept saying Chris Jericho. I think may have been the one saying that, like, when he turns face, he's going to be so over because mm. you know how, how much he has the crowd in his hands. Like he he can literally he he. That's I think that's the reason why Chris Jericho really likes him, and probably the reason why he ended up starting working with him because. He sees a lot of himself in them. Yeah, like like MJF is really this guy that has that it with the promo, where like he can have the crowd love him and hate him within 
the same promo. Yeah. And and he loves doing that. You can tell that. Like he, he that's is where where he works the best. Yeah. Um wrestling is just like, okay, I, I'm good at it, but where I excel at is my promos getting under your skin essentially throughout the about how I talk. So, you know, well, I, I think, man, you know, we'll have to, I have to look that up, you know, and be sure if I really did read that, you know. But I, I think I did read before that there's a lot of talk, a good talk about if uh, if and when uh, Mr. Uh, MJF decides to go face, that he would be a big, big success. But I'm like, I don't know. I think he was made to be a heel. Yeah. Like, yeah. or at least be a, tw- a, a teen, like a tweener, like, you know, but go go in the between the lines like okay when he tried, decides to go kind of face just stay kind of face but heel mm-hmm. you know that still would be badass I, I wouldn't mind seeing that and you kind of see that now with malachi you know everybody loves him nobody gives a shit how bad he is fucking up people yeah that they just love him so it's like okay He's just an anti-hero right now, but he's really just being a, a fucking villain. And they're like, "We still love you, huh?" Yeah, yeah. So it was just cool. So, uh, but, uh, but I'm excited. And MJF, dude, who goes over? Yeah. One well, one thing I know we were mixed about was uh Dan Lambert and his promo segment with the Men of the Year, Ethan Page, and. His- Scorpio Sky. This is where I mentioned, or you mentioned that as a like a, it was like a WWE crowd because they were trying to take the spotlight from them. Oh, and God. I remember, man, I, I really hate Dan Lambert. I just don't, I don't want. You like, like, it's not like this. I, uh, I put this mute fucker on mute every time I see him. I'm like, why is he on here right now? Did you leave your um, Ethan Page and? Uh... Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So when they were talking. I, I mean, I, the first time I saw is I watched on mute, and then when people were talking about how good the promo is from Sky and Ethan, I did go watch it back on YouTube. But man, the crowd is literally chanting, "Shut the fuck up!" to Darren Lambert. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that or not, but I thought that was hilarious. Yep. And I'm like, and then they're doing the what chant to Sky because they were just tired of this whole segment. Like they like I've seen people on the internet on Twitter saying the same thing. Like, why is this thing still going on? Because like, what I'm thinking is like they could have like any other segment going on at the same time. We could have a match like a woman. We could that was like that's been one of the major complaints by AEW is like we could at least have like another woman's match or something during this time. I'm like that's at least that's all I'm thinking about. You know? Yep. Yeah. So um, that that. But, that... Ethan Ethan Page like he he killed that promo like he he squashed the what chance I mean people are like really hating the what chance from the AEW crowd but they're only doing it because they hate the segment that was going on. Yep, this is called reality. All right, um, you made a company. You brought all the people you brought in here, and and these people have to understand. These wrestlers have to understand that, and, and and I don't know anything about it, right? So I can't really assess. But but what what I've seen is that some wrestlers are not used to crowds like that, so they're like, oh fuck. Some of them buckle, some of them don't. 
it's kind of all the way around. So I'm in WWE, they've buckled. You've seen it. I've seen it. So uh, AEW is going to be no different. It was just a matter of time when that was catching up. Now that they're, they're so white hot right now, AEW is, mm-hmm. that you're, you're going to start to see casual WWE fans go there and watch that product. And when you see that, they're seeing wrestlers that used to wrestle in WWE. So good luck trying to shut them the fuck up because they're going to be as loud as the same as the motherfuckers that are already there, been there. So um, this is a very different type of a crowd that we're going to see in, in AEW. And, and it's just not going to go away. It didn't go away for WWE. And it's not going to go away from AEW. This is sometimes like the double edge of, of, of the sword. Um you made this company and you're going to have to deal with certain crowds being certain ways. Um, certain crowds are going to be very for uh, your certain wrestlers that are faced. Some crowds are going to be like, we don't fucking give a shit about you because our favorite wrestler is right there and you're wrestling him. Poor you. <laughs> so it's a good and Of course, it, if we don't like the segment, we're going to tell you. We don't like the segment. Yes, and, and but it's a, <laughs> it's a it's a good problem for AEW to have because they got something here. Now they got to capitalize on it and um, continue to uh, fix their wrongs here and there. Because if not, they're going to end up being like that company all across from them that they don't want to, you know, be like. Because, because yeah. you know, very. Very much when you get into these whole kind of things, you will eventually understand them and they understand you as to why you do the things you do and why they do and why you do things you do, you know, because the difference of how they're doing it. And I will admit, WDE does seem like they're starting to get a little bit more edgier mm-hmm. or they're wanting to push the envelopes yeah. here and there because they want more views. And it's like a testament to Monday Night Monday Night Football, testament to AEW, testament to um, you know um, just in general everything that that's in front of them. So Diddy is no longer um, just coasting. They're gonna have to start waking up, and here and there you're starting to see it, but they're still failing in certain areas. Like with women's matches, they're not as long. Uh, certain matches are not as long as they should be. Uh, they need a certain stop doing. I hope now with uh, Sheamus going away, I think that they'll stop with that and move uh, Damian Priest to a new opponent. Um, Keith Bearcat Lee. I don't know what I think about that nickname yet. What do you think about it? Uh, it's supposed to be like homage or a reference to like different wrestler. The guy I went by Bearcat, who was like, mm-hmm. uh, was all about civil rights and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I had to go research that, but yeah, uh, when I first heard about that name, I didn't get it. And there was like, if they named it, rename him like Bearcat Lee or just Bearcat Keith Lee, I think that's fine, but it isn't, it's just random that they did that still, but uh. Uh, going back to AEW with the TNT title match with Miro and Sammy, man, that was great. That was a great match. And when I saw him come out with the purple gear, I was like, oh, he's winning. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> um, 
you know, the Spanish God versus mm-hmm. God's favorite champion. Um, so th- this match was uh, something that, that uh, I got to watch from the beginning to the end. Uh, Miro looked like a fucking destroyer. Mm-hmm. Dude, this guy looked like a fucking destroyer. Like, like he didn't give a fuck. He was there to beat down uh, Sammy, and Sammy played a great face. I'm so happy that he's a face now. We can cheer him on, Sammy, Sammy, you know. And and damn, dude, that that match was really good, pretty good. Uh, you kind of spoiled it for me because I was a little bit behind. <laughs> oh my bad. Yeah, you said and <laughs> new. No. I was like, oh, great. Didn't read that. I'm trying to watch wrestling still. I was like, oh shit. I, watch I mean, it. to be fair, you spoiled some things for me. In yes, I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get mad. I was like, well, here we go. I want to see what happens now. Because to me, sometimes if you spoil certain matches for me, I'm not going to get that mad. I don't give a shit. Because I read. I read a lot sometimes. So at the end of the day, um, I didn't know he was going to win the title. That was very surprising to me. So when you said that, I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's see how it goes. It's going to be cool. And um, when it happened, it was pretty cool. Uh, Miro uh, played a great role. Uh, I do believe now he needs to be going for that uh, AEW world title. You know, he's been, what, 19 and 1? Yeah. Yeah, he deserves his title. Yeah. So, God's favorite champion, the Redeemer, must redeem himself and going after Kenny Omega that's a pretty good one uh, what's interesting is uh, they premiered Rose to the top which is that new reality show, show with Cody Rhodes and Brownie's life and I think I, I read I mean I read this on Twitter but they said on the first commercial break that Bobby Fish did like a cell phone promo and him challenging Sammy Guevara to the title and yeah, we're going to have this title match between Bobby Fish and Sammy Guevara on Dynamite uh, Wednesday. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, dude. That, that's a good match, dude. When he called out Bobby Fish, I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, let's go Bobby Fish because NXT is only 30 days, baby. Yeah. Yeah, like he's been Adam, working independent, so yeah, a lot. So, but, not, yeah, not like not like Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, yeah, he got to leave real quickly. Lucky bastard. Um, I mean, his contract was already up. He was just yep. Yeah. Oh, well, who else? What else happened? How was uh Rampage? It was really good. Uh, that match with uh, the opening match was Brian Danielson versus uh Nick Jackson. Man, that was a that was a great match. I didn't and it went for a long time and he um Brian Danielson just murdered Nick Jackson by the end of it. And uh man, you gotta watch it. Damn, I'm gonna watch it. Alright, who who won uh that hair versus hair match we gotta <laughs> It was uh it was Cassidy and they gave Jack Evans the ugliest. They didn't shave him bald, it was just like just shade the top of his head kind of and Left like the sides and the back of his hair um, still on there, so it was like oddly fucked up and so weird. Oh. It, it felt like it felt like a house show match. It felt I think it went on too long. 
and they should have gave the longer match to the women's uh, triple threat because uh, that kind of just ended abruptly too. But that that one was alright too. But yeah, just I would just say just watch the uh, match with Brian Danielson and Nick Jackson. Uh, they did announce too a casino ladder match for this coming Wednesday. Yeah, to be the no more contender. It's gonna have. Lance Archer, John Moxley, uh, there's two other guys. That's in the rivalry. Uh, can't remember them all. <laughs> it was like five or six people. I think Mira might be in it. I, I can't. I could be wrong. Mm. I, I think Mira might be in it. I hope he is. This is Joker in it. So it's like somebody random. Yeah, Tony said that there was a Joker card in it. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. We'll see what happens, man. It's going to be an intriguing match. Yeah. Uh, Man, I wish I could remember the other guys' names. But yeah, it's like six people. So I'm like, hell yeah. Uh, I don't think there's been a ladder match on free TV on either companies in a long time. Uh-huh. So, Yeah. I think the last one. I think the last one to do it was either NXT or or SmackDown. I can't remember, but it was probably a long time ago. Yeah, it's been like a, a while. Ago. It's been a good bit ago. Yeah. Yeah. Can't remember the other match that's been announced for Dynamite. Oh. Um, oh yeah, Hikaru Shida and Serena Deeb. Oh my God, that's gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a good uh, match. Hell yeah, man! That could be a good match. Whoa! Yeah, Serena Deeb has been out for an injury for a long time. Is, is it uh, isn't uh, what's my call? Shikara. What's her name again? Shikara Shida. Ah, Isn't she going for like a record? Yeah, she's going for like she's been on dark or elevation, and this if she wins this, it'll be her fiftieth win in a row. Which mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody has done that AEW. No, it should be the first one to do it. Yeah, it's there like promoting for the match, and yeah, it's gonna be a tough uh, win for Karashita. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched that Riho and Serena D match um, from Double or Nothing in May. That's it's on YouTube. If anybody uh, missed it, man, that was that's a clinic right there. Um, Damn, really. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's it's free on YouTube. It's like part part of the pre-show for Double or Nothing in May. But yeah, that was a, that was when she was still the NWA Women's Champion. And man, it was a good ass match between Riho and Deeb. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Hmm. I don't know, man. I think you covered it all, bro. <laughs> oh, who won the um, triple threat match? On Rampage, uh, Jade Cargill. Um, what? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, any of those girls could have won, but like, yeah, the closing oh, yeah. moments were uh, Nyla getting put through a table from Thunder Rosa, and then Jade. It was weird that Jade Cargill just like beat Thunder Rosa around with the chair, didn't like put her finisher on her, which I guess kind of protected her in a way. But just yeah. like, yeah, she just smacked her around with a steel chair and just pinned Rosa for the one, two, three. And yeah, that's why I thought it was so abrupt. Like, she didn't even like follow her up with like, uh, 
or to move or anything after just being smacked around the chair. I'm like, okay, I, I, I guess that's it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, it was, I mean, there was a good few spots in there in that match, but yeah, it was kind of short. I was kind of disappointed. Damn. Yeah. But no, nah, man, that's it. That is it for me, man. Uh, just, just let's see what happens with uh, on Monday Night Raw, man. Yeah, yeah. With the draft, draft two. Man. Yeah, draft day two, man. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for us. Uh, I want to see Chris. That's my co-host, the Raw Dud, Marcos Gonzalez. Wow, 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 wow. We hope you keep it tight. Keep a hype. Y'all have a good night. Hell yeah, bro. 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 Do 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 do